0: Good morning, this is the MLC coming to you in the tiny tea house, which is my little meditation space on my property. Today I am flying solo, so wanted to begin to just share some of the things that I offer to my students and clients locally here in Pittsburgh. But I offer tea leaf readings and I've always been intuitive and I wanted to do readings for people. but not just tell people their future, which I know when you're going through something in your life or there's major changes in your life, you want to know what is, what's going on. So, you know, oftentimes we, we go and seek someone out that may know things. So I've always known things. And I've always been open to share with my friends and family. But I wanted to do readings and keep people in their present. That doesn't mean that future things don't come up because they usually do in a reading. But I try and guide someone that comes to see me for a reading, you know, what they need to focus on you know, that day or today or present, presently, what they need to focus on. I feel like if we focus on our present, then we can kind of move forward. It can help us choose a road to walk down and it not be so difficult. So today what I wanted to share with you all is how to do your own tea leaf reading. I had you know never done anything like that before. I've always you know done readings for others but at the Pittsburgh Tea Festival I did a class and it went really well and so I did a few other how to do tea leaf readings? I worked with the company Origins and did tea leaf readings for them at an event, mini readings, and that worked out really, really um, nicely. So for a tea leaf reading, just my my own um, suggestion is to find something you know grow something that you can use fresh. So um, uh, you would still need to dry your leaves. And of course you can open up a tea bag and do that, or you could buy loose leaf tea. But I feel like if you create, um, you know, this whole process in my opinion is sacred. If you decide to do a tea leaf reading with you, yourself and a friend, it's about sharing a cup of tea. If you do it by yourself and you're alone, it's still about the art of taking the time to sit with yourself and enjoy a cup of tea and not to rush it and see what the signs and symbols, what signs and symbols come up for you in the leaves. So I suggest, you know, something super simple and usually most people have growing in their garden or you can plant easily is mint. And it pops up and you know, it can be invasive as well, but if you plant it in a place where it doesn't matter, you know, you can clip clip your mint leaves and then take them to a dry, you know, place somewhere. Um, out of direct sunlight and let the leaves dry. It only takes, you know, a few days, but you can use lavender. Sometimes I use a mint and lavender mix. I usually keep it pretty simple when I'm doing readings for people because even with um, locally foraged herbs and everything, people do have, um, you know, herbs are medicine. So some people are on medications and there are contraindications. So know what your Um, choosing so I usually suggest a a mint is and then also with mint after you dry it you know you can kind of crumble it in your fingers and you can get some smaller and larger pieces so what works best for me is um, you know you want to make sure you have a little bit of tiny pieces of the leaves and some some larger pieces so you need a small cup and the cup needs to be white on the inside so that you can see the leaves and you just need to boil some water so start with your leaves um, a white cup you know um, if you've ever heard anything about tea leaf reading some people you know, um, talk about where the leaves are and the signs and symbols are in reference to the handle. I rarely use, um, handled cups, teacups when I'm doing readings. Sometimes I do, but often not. And so I don't really worry too much about the handle. And if you want to go completely by the book, you totally can. Most, um, Things that you may read on tea leaf readings. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the handle in reference to um, timelines and things like that. I don't really care too much about the handle. I I like to focus on the signs and symbols. And so as for uh, figuring out what the signs and symbols mean, there's a, there's a bunch of uh, books out there and I love the books for, you know, they usually have a alphabetical guide of signs and symbols in the books. And so that's what I I use the books for, just a reference guide. So I have um, Simply Tea Leaf Reading from Jacqueline uh, Towers, and that's a great little, and you can still get that on Amazon and at the bookstore And um, I have also a fun little book called The Fortune Telling Book, and it is reading crystal balls, tea leaves, playing cards, and everyday omens of love and luck. And again, I love this little book because it has a little guide of um, signs and symbol meanings. Um, also, a nice, another nice little book that you can get out there is the Pocket Guide to Spirit Animals because a lot of times um, people see animals in their signs and symbols, so this is a really great book from Dr. Stephen Farmer and it's a tiny little um, book about the size of your hand, so that's a great guide for animals. And, you know, uh, paying attention. You know, we see signs and symbols all the time. Our past loved ones show us signs and symbols all the time. And we really need to slow down a little bit. So that's the other thing that I love about tea leaf readings, just the art of having and sharing a cup of tea, whether you're by yourself or with someone else or with a group of people you're taking the time to slow down. And that's one of the things that I think is really important. All right. I, what I love about this type of reading, you know, I can read tarot cards and I don't even need cards. I can offer a reading, but I, I really love tea leaf readings because well, it's, it's special to me because of my grandmother. My grandmother, Agnes, my mo- my mother's mother, she, you know, we lived, we lived with her or she lived with us, you know, both, and when I was growing up, and of course, I did not know this. Uh, my grandmother was a little bit older when I was, when, you know, she passed away in 1980, so, Anyway, my mom always tells me how my grandmother used to take the train from Pittsburgh to New York City by herself. And I would suppose this was in the 60s, I think. And first of all, that just amazes me that my grandmother by herself got on the train and went to New York City. She used to go to the Russian tea room in New York City, which is still there, but they don't offer tea leaf readings anymore, I don't think. Anyway, and she would get her tea leaves read. She would have lunch. She would look around, and I just think, how magical is that, that my grandmother did that, and she would go often, and I think that's just so great. So I think that's one of the reasons why I decided to um, focus my readings on tea leaf readings. Um, so uh, that's a little backstory on why I do tea leaf readings because of my Graham and anyway so when you would if you would come to see me for a tea leaf reading at the yoga deck, my my studio in Trafford, we start off with choosing some cards. So I have a few decks and today the decks that I selected, because we'll kind of go through a little mini reading, was the Sacred Geometry deck, which I have been using for a really long time. So the card that I selected was Frequency. And then also another great deck I use is called the Relax Deck, and it and I chose the Wishing Well. So the uh, Relaxed Deck and Sacred Geometry those have um, pictures on the the uh, um, the other side, so you can choose randomly or you can select something that you're drawn to so I really like this frequency card because of the colors that kind of you know stood out to me blues and red and a little bit of purple and the the wishing well just kind of jumped out at me so I felt that was my medicine for today and then the third deck that I um selected today was the uh, medicine card deck and the card that I chose was hawk and you know hawk has kind of been really jumping out at me. I found a beautiful hawk feather in my yard last week And the week before, uh, going over to pick up my father-in-law to take him to a dental appointment, a hawk swooped down in front of my truck when I was going there. And I have been kind of busy, so I hadn't really taken the time to uh, check out the hawk meaning. And we need to take the time if something keeps jumping out at you. And so that's two two references to the hawk in the last two or three weeks for me. And then this is the third reference. So I'm anxious to see what hawk has to uh, say today. And I think that is um, important. Important to take the time to really... Pay attention to the signs and symbols. And again, that's another reason why I really love tea leaf reading because you can do it by yourself. You could do it with a friend. You could do it with a small group. And it's, it's really easy. And also another thing I wanted to mention about looking up your signs and symbols, you can always Google anything. So you don't need any cards or books. You can just Google spiritual meaning of. That's what I usually recommend to start with spiritual meaning of. So spiritual meaning of the hawk, or hawk totem, or meaning, spiritual meaning of the wishing well, or frequency, um, spiritual meaning of frequency. So if you If you add the spiritual meaning of, you'll usually get a little bit more of an in-depth look into that sign and symbol. So uh, Google is a great reference to helping you find your signs and symbols. So another thing, you just want to have a quick um, pen and pad so that you can... like bad yoga teacher I have my phone on sorry guys so um, a little pen and pad so that you can um, write down your signs and symbols as you see them in your cup so I had already poured uh, so you take about a half a teaspoon of dried leaves so, again, this morning I chose a um, a mint, just a mint, and you're going to, again, put it in your fingers and just kind of break up the leaves so that you have some bigger pieces and smaller pieces, and then put it in your cup first, and then you'll take your boiling water and you'll pour it over the leaves. And another suggestion or something to follow that i really that i do follow is when you pick your tea up your teacup up to drink you always want to pick up with your left hand left hand stimulates right side of the brain stimulates your creativity and so that you can kind of open up to tuning into your signs and symbols so you can pick your cup up uh, don't forget to just be careful with um, your water. You may want to let it sit. That's another reason why I start with the cards because I allow the, um, the tea to first to steep a little bit to bring out the nice flavors and then also do the cards first so that the, um, it's not too hot. So when you do pick up your teacup, you want to pick it up with your left hand. So again, stimulating right right brain, or right side of the brain. So we're gonna go over the cards that I chose just to give you a little um, information and how I do my readings. So we'll start with frequency. So I always use reference books. I don't mind using reference books and um, When I do a reading, I usually try and check each thing and then go with what I think. And I will give a little bit of information to my client and then I will go to my reference books. But just quickly, I know the Hawk has a great message for me today. And the Hawk is about a keen sense of sight and observing things. So, you know, I need to tune into, um, a tune, get more in tune to my surroundings, pay attention. You know, quickly, that could be a safety thing. So I want to make sure that I'm being careful when I'm out, um, paying attention, having my keys in my hand, you know, Good things do sometimes happen, bad things, excuse me, bad things do sometimes happen to good people. So please be careful. Don't always think that, you know, sometimes things happen, you know, with opportunity. So pay attention. Don't be so, you know, and that's me a lot of the time. Sometimes I am out there a little bit or in my, in my head thinking, And we want to make sure that we keep ourselves safe, so pay attention. Just a quick meaning for Hawk. And frequency, frequency to me always makes me think of vibrations, raising my vibrations, getting to my yoga mat each day, coming into meditation, tuning in. And if I am sensing something that I don't care for in someone else i i really need to look within myself and why why do i feel that way so um you know i'm always trying to work on my vibrations you know teaching yoga a couple times a week i always want to bring my best self to my students so the more grounded i am i feel the better teacher i am and when people come to yoga, they've got a lot of things going on. And sometimes people don't say what they have going on. And so I really want to be there and be in a in a good balanced state of mind. So I work on raising my vibrations often. Uh, a little quick thing that I do to raise my vibrations is I work with the tone OM. So inhaling and exhaling OM. And I do that 10, 10 breaths. So Inhale and exhale being, you know, one total breath. And exhale the, the tone, OM, and work with raising my own vibrations to keep my myself, my mind balanced, my body balanced. So a little bit about frequency and the wishing well. The wishing well, to me, you know, it's intention work. So, you know, these days, I, I don't wish for things. I, uh, I, I love opportunities. So I usually set my intention for opportunities and to continue to draw positive people into my life, to have positive exchanges with the people that I encounter. Um, so setting in t- intention and in, in meditation, I go into meditation, and I do intention work. So if there's something I would like to bring into my mind, my life, I go into my higher self and I begin to create it there. If I'm looking for an opportunity or something I really want to begin working on, I create it in my higher self first. Basically put that intention out there and, and then allow universe to to begin to work. Um, So the wishing well. In a world where we need to use our aggressive masculine traits to survive, it is important to keep in touch with our feminine side. Imagine yourself drinking water from a well, a traditionally female symbol. The sweet, clear water of the essence of life refreshes and relaxes you. Now make a wish in your mind's eye, toss the wish into the well, and, the same, and at the same time, give thanks to Mother Earth for her bounty. I'm so thankful each time that I can really sit with self. And I encourage you, if you can, get outside and sit in nature. There's so many beautiful parks in and around the city where that you can really just take a few moments, even on your way to or from work, it is so important to tune in to mother earth and, you know, allow that balance, that masculine and, and feminine balance. And, you know, so I think it's it, uh wishing well, it's a great little card and speaks of uh, creating a little balance in your life. Frequency. The energy of frequency helps you remain within your own energy. Quite often, we conform ourselves to others, thus raising or lowering ourselves to a frequency that isn't ours. By proclaiming your truth with love, you will start processes that may influence others. More unity will be visible. So, this is so important. If there are a lot of people in your life that you you are no longer sharing frequency with, or you're noticing that you don't appreciate their energy. You do not have to continue to vibrate with that person. Start with raising your vibrations. I was just in a situation where you know I was noticing um, someone's energy and it, it was really negative and it didn't affect me in a, a bad way you know I know my my frequency um, is different and I was able to to observe that energy and then um, send out positive energy, not to that person, but just in general to the situation. And the energy did not drag me down at all. So I really felt great about that that situation, not the negativity, I, I don't misunderstand, But that because I take time to raise my vibrations, that I wasn't affected. Which normally, um, as an intuitive, you can be very affected by other people's um, frequencies or vibrations. So, and also, you know, pay attention. Uh, If you do have to encounter someone, say if it's a work or family type situation, Begin working on your vibrations and, you know, see if you can adjust how, um, and then your energy and frequency. And then when you have to, um, interact with this person or their energy, you know, hopefully you can transform your frequency and not be so affected by it. But also, um, really great thing to do if you, you know, encounter, you know, negative energy or negative frequency, you can do something really easy. And it is just like a letting go breath. So after you leave that person or situation, if you're in your car, you can wind your windows down and take a deep inhale through your nose and then exhale through your mouth. And just set the intention that any energy or whatever that may have kind of Um, you have been exposed to, you can let go of that energy. So don't accept um, that energy or don't allow that energy to kind of sink in. Um, And that's just a super uh, easy thing that you can do with your intention, intentional breath work. um, So you can try that next time that you kind of find yourself um, in that situation. Okay, and Hawk. So the Hawk, messenger of the sky, circle my dreams and teach me the message as we fly. Hawk is akin to Mercury, the messenger of the gods. Hawk medicine teaches you to be observant, to look around at your surroundings, observe the obvious in everything that you do. Life is sending you signals. Life is the initiation. If you have pulled the hawk card, then no, right now a clue about the magic of life is being brought to you. The magic can imbue you with the power to overcome a current, currently stressful or difficult situation. The test is your ability to observe the nuances of power lurking nearby. The power... The talent you have and you are not using? Are solutions always hard to find because you have lost the broader vision of Hawk? Or is the great spirit displaying a gift that you need only to receive? Have the colors of the morning inspired you to create? Or has the gloominess of a present situation left you earthbound, unable to hear the voice within the raindrops splashing on your window? Pay attention. You are only as powerful as your capacity to perceive, receive, and use your abilities. What is called for here is an intuitive ability to discern the message carried within the the cry of Hawk. The shrillness of Hawk's call pierces the state of unawareness and asks you to seek the truth. The ancients recognized this magnificent bird of prey as a messenger, bringing tidings to their earthwalk, the good red road from the world of grandfathers and grandmothers who lived before them. If Hawk were to magically cry, it was a sign to beware or be aware. This could mark the coming of a warring tribe, the birth of a child, for the celebration of counting coop. Hawk's cry signaled the need for the beholder to heighten awareness and receive a message. Hawk medicine is a totem that is filled with responsibility because hawk people see the overall view. Hawk is not like mouse who sees everything through a magnifying glass. Hawk medicine People are aware of omens, messages from spirit, and the color of the calling card you gave them three months ago. No detail slips by them unnoticed. If Hawk has circled and landed in your card spread, you are to be aware of the signals in your life. So notice and receive them. Hawk may be teaching you to grab an opportunity, which is coming your way. On the other hand, Hawk may be bringing you the message that you should circle over your life and examine it from a higher perspective. From this vantage point, you may be able to discern the hazards which bar you from freedom of flight. Remember, Hawk has a keen eye and a bold heart. For Hawk flies close to the light of grandfather's son. So a lot of great messages stand out to me uh, in that hog and the one in particular is where it talks about from the world of grandfathers and grandmothers who lived before them. So that just to me is a sign you know of hello from my grandmother and my all of my grandparents. When I do readings for people, I'm super connected to grandparents and oftentimes grandparents come through. um, And it's usually a pretty amazing connection. I feel so lucky that I am a bridge between grandparents and and those that, that come in for a reading with me. And oftentimes I'm brought to tears by the love that grandparents just basically flood through my whole body when I'm you know giving messages and the interesting thing is when when I'm working with someone and a grandparent comes through is how they just instantly you know use me as a channel and go right to the person and they can see them. And I feel so lucky that I'm able to be a channel, you know, for my clients, you know, to kind of sit with their grandparents' energy and, you know, just know, please believe that anyone that you've lost, they are with you. Please believe that, you know, they're not coming to me. I don't, you know you know, chances are I have not ever met your grandparents or someone that's passed in in your life. Um, they they are always trying to send you messages, you know, so I really hope that you decide to, you know, do this and check out a tea leaf reading on your own. Of course, you can come see me, but, you know, we all have intuitive qualities and, you you can do it. I, I really believe that you can do it and find, find some signs and symbols that can help you guide you through whatever's going on in your life. So in a typical reading with me, I go through the cards first while the tea is cooling. And so at this point, my tea is probably a little cold, and that's okay for me. So I'm going to pick the cup up with my left hand, And with my clients, what I normally do is have them come with a particular question and um, I let them know this ahead of time. So you want to have a question and you want to ask, have this question so that it can be answered in a yes or no form. So you have to formulate your question that way. So I will begin with um, quieting. client's mind, and start with a little bit of breath work. So I always tell them to sit with their feet flat on the floor, flip the palms up, and begin with a gentle breath. Close your eyes, coming into the breath. Inhale, Exhale, inhale, exhale, and inhale, exhale. Taking a moment here. Connecting with your higher self and thinking about your question. And now coming together with the breath button, we're going to draw this breath in through your seat. Allow the breath to rise up your body. Connect to higher self. And then exhale the breath coming back through the body, letting go of any stress, fear, or doubt. Inhale, draw the breath in through the seat, rising up the body, connecting to higher self. And exhale, making its way back through the body, letting go of stress, fear, and down. And one more inhale, draw the breath in through the seat, rising up the body, connecting to higher self. And exhale, moving back through the body, Sweeping side to side, letting go of stress, fear, and doubt, and just feeling that softened energy. Connecting to higher self so that you can see the signs and symbols in your cup. So in this portion of the reading, I have my clients drink their tea. And so the tea leaves are floating in your cup. So my suggestion is don't worry about it. That's why I suggest you use, you know, dried mint leaves or lavender. Because if you get a little bit in there, it's okay. You know, it's an herb. It's okay to to swallow it. It's not going to, you know, hurt you. As well as, you know, some of like the black teas or different types of tea leaves. You know, you're not really going to want to. It's not going to hurt you, but you're not really going to want to swallow it. So I feel... Um, that's why mint or lavender or a combination of the two kind of it's a little bit easier so as you sip your tea you, I always suggest it's a tight lip sip so that you don't get too many leaves in there so what you want to do is you want to drink your tea down until that there's just one sip left so that you can swirl the leaves around. So get the tea um, down to one sip. So the key is, is to have a little bit of leaves left in your cup. Now sometimes I will read some of the leaves on the napkin after you you flip your cup, but um, that's why you leave a little bit of water in there. And so at this point in in a typical tea leaf reading with me, I will have my client close their eyes, think of their question, come back into the breath, inhale, Exhale, inhale, exhale, and one more. Inhale, exhale. And now taking your teacup in your left hand and swirl the tea while you think of your question, counterclockwise, And then you want to take your cup close to your saucer and have a napkin on top. And then quickly tip your cup and dump out that last sip and the leaves. And then again, always holding your cup in your left hand, you begin to look for the signs and symbols. So the first thing I'm seeing is, looks like a dancer. Um, It uh, it actually looks like a dancer's pose in yoga. And, you know, quickly, without even looking at any of my signs and symbols book, the dancer to me, the yoga, you know, dancer's pose in yoga, what that means to me is, is freedom. I always think of that pose when I'm doing it. It's, it's a pose I really love. And I think of freedom. And as I go to my book, Dancer means your wish will be granted. So I think that's a, a great first sign and symbol. Uh, continuing to look in my cup uh, again with the left hand I see a hummingbird a palm tree palm tree to me um, symbolizes vacation I would love to see a palm (laughs) That's a you know hard thing about having your own business, and um, since I'm the one and my the one and only person that works at my business, sometimes it makes it hard to get away. But I know I'm gonna have an upcoming trip in October to celebrate my girlfriend's 40th birthday, Sarah. Yay! I'm so excited. I'm coming. If we, even if no one else is coming, I'm coming. So prepare yourself. I haven't been there in forever. She's been begging me to come forever and I'm not gonna miss her 40th birthday. No one else is going, I'm going. (laughs) So that's my palm tree, I think. October will be here. We both are Libras, so this will be a little um, birthday fun for both of us. And hummingbird. I'll go to my pocket guide to spirit animals and um, funny enough I um, just hung a little hummingbird feeder and I had a little visitor this morning. So hummingbird meaning you need to be very flexible with the twists and turns your life will take in the next in the next days. Put more emotional sweetness in your life you need it. You're going through some very heart-opening kinds of experiences, and you'll quite naturally draw more and more love into your life. Openly express the love you have and feel for the those important people in your life. Give yourself the gift of as many flowers you can. Spread them around your home and enjoy their sight and fragrance through the days to come. Well, that's beautiful. Um, I love love, rainbows and butterflies, you know. But I just did some yard work last night and some trimming of my hydrangea bushes. And you know, sometimes I hate to pick flowers because I feel like then, you know, they're, they're going to die. And even sometimes when I pick them, I dry them because I really appreciate their beauty. And even as they're kind of drying up, I appreciate the colors, the oranges, and, you know, as they're drying and, and you know, no longer with us. But the great thing about trimming trees, rose bushes especially, when you trim them, they 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 grow more, they get more vibrant, they send off new little shoots. So don't be afraid to to trim your trees and shrubs. So yesterday I I took time and it was really great. I took the time to trim some things that were kind of getting overgrown and I know that that kind of will bring these beautiful uh, flowers, you know, later in the summer. Uh, I also, you know, put a couple of the things that I trimmed in a vase and it's very green. And then I also trimmed, I needed to um, trim my little sidewalk area because things were, you know, kind of overgrown with all the rain we've been having. So I clipped a few things and these little, White flowers with the variegated leaves, I'm not even sure what they're called, but I put them all in a vase. So even though I had to trim them, I'm going to kind of gaze at their beauty in my home. So this is just a little nod. Hummingbird is nodding um, me being outside and enjoying, um, you know, service. So taking care of your yard and your flowers and plants. Uh, I find it, it, you know, another form of meditation that I I really love. So try not to think how annoying it is to have to, you know, trim things or uh, think of the beauty in it, you know, kind of getting into your mind and, um, you know, being with your thoughts. So, that's Hummingbird. As I go back to my cup, I see a K, (laughs) my last name, Capus. Think of my, you know, Hummingbird talked about love, so I think of my love. You know, he works out of town and um, so, I try and appreciate you know the couple days that I see him each week and you know sometimes we get we both get frustrated you know with our situation but we try and make time to sit and talk on the porch and we have lunch together each week and I know that's not any kind of a big deal but I I really enjoy it and we're both busy and we have a lot of things he has a lot of responsibilities um he takes care of his dad so there's always something going on with that but we really try and um honor each other in the time that we spend together that's not saying that we don't argue but um so I see a little k in my cup and that makes me think of him kirk Uh, I also see a flag, uh, you know, it's just, we're just past Memorial Day, and I think it's so important to, you know, honor our servicemen and women, and I'm going to go back to my book and see what flag has to, to offer as a, as a sign and symbol, Flag. Wave goodbye to your problems as long as you are prepared to be more assertive. You also need to be alert to danger. Look to nearby symbols for added meaning. So again, remember I said about the hawk. The hawk is definitely to um, be more observant and um, keep yourself safe out there. So... You know, the the, uh, troops are protecting us and and doing things even when we're not in conflict or whatever in the news. They are always kind of doing their thing to keep us safe. So I will definitely be more um, not worried or fearful, but more conscious when I'm out walking or, you know, kind of going to and from work. So, you know, sometimes when we see things like that, don't, don't jump to the negative. Don't allow it to create fear. Just be more, you know, be more careful. And, um, you know, we know the things to do, Um, you know, summertime. Don't go places completely by yourself. Or if you uh, are going somewhere alone, make sure. You check in with a loved one, you know, hey, I'm going here and now, I'm, you know, and maybe check back in when you get back. So don't let it, a, a negative uh, sign or symbol to create fear, allow it to make you uh, make sure that you are being more observant. Um, back to my cup. I feel like I see lots of birds. <laughs> I feel like I see a an eagle. And And also a bird flying. Lots of birds today. (laughs) So I will go to my book for Eagle. You may be obliged to do boring work or to spend time doing things for others. But if you look at this situation from a different perspective, you will see that there is a point to it. A change of address could be in your cards. Hmm. Well, what what jumps out to me is the doing things for other people. I always try to, you know, especially if it's for someone older, you know, uh, my husband and I take care of our father-in-law. I mean, he's in a a facility. He has um, Alzheimer's. But we, you know, for the last couple of weeks, we've been taking him to dental appointments and doing a lot of um, things like that. A lot of running around and, you know, his property needs a lot of care and tending to. And my husband uh, does does that when he's home only for, you know, uh, a couple of days. So we try and, you know, think of, of, of these things, um, as just a different way of connecting, you know, with him. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't mind at all. I really love our time together. It's, you know, very different than, than how it used to be, you know, um, with someone with Alzheimer's, but it's it's so interesting with his stories and how he um, remembers things from when he was a child, and I really enjoy um, our time together. So if you care for someone or maybe take care of someone's lawn and you, you know, have your own thing to take care of, you know, think of it, try and think of it as, as a different way and know that someday, um, you know, you're going to need help, you know, as, as we all are getting older and, uh, just try and see, see it with, with new eyes. And I think you can find uh, an appreciation for, for it. Uh, so again, you know, I, I allow my clients to find as many signs and symbols as they can and I write it down. And then all of those signs and symbols also tell a story so um also so the last thing that i saw was a a flying bird so i'm going to go to bird so a flying bird means good news is coming and you may travel well i already said i'm traveling in october to see my girlfriend, Sarah, to celebrate her 40th birthday. So, yay. But, so, the, the things that I saw, eagle, hawk, a flying bird, dancer's pose, um, a palm tree, uh, again, oh, so, I usually, when I uh, see a client, I go down through the things and then I offer a collective reading. And, you know, to do this for myself, um, it's definitely about paying attention. So while I love to be a free spirit, I need to be aware of my surroundings, not completely, you know, let go of all of my faculties. I need to keep myself safe. Um, travel, uh, you know, appreciate the, um, the job that I have and the free time that I have. So allow that to, um, fill up my kind of free spirited needs to know that I, you know, I don't punch a clock from eight to five. So, you know, I'm so grateful the life that I have and I've created it for myself. So it's out there. If if you want, if you don't like your life, change it. So we all have that ability. And, you know, the the light, the job that I have teaching yoga and um, certifying teachers to teach yoga, you know, you know, my yoga studio, I, I've created this life for myself and, and it absolutely did not happen overnight. So you have to just keep on keeping on and, you know, set a goal for yourself and move towards it. Work on raising your vibrations. Um, uh, go into your, go into your meditation and go to higher self and begin to, create the life that you want intention intention work um sit down and share a cup of tea with a friend and do a tea leaf reading and see what your self what your own heart knowing what your intuition has for you because it is the best it's the best um it's the best information out there if you take the time to sit with yourself and to go inward and it helps you be present and it tells you maybe you want to know who, who your love is going to be or are you going to get that new job But maybe what you really needed is to sit with self and tune into your your body and your frequency. So um that's a tea leaf reading if you have any questions you can always reach out to me on social media you can um direct message me on instagram i'm free spirit beauty on there i also have my business on there intuitive yoga is um i have many accounts i do a lot of different things so i kind of don't want to flood all of my accounts with you know the different things that I do and also I'm on Facebook the yoga deck so you can direct message me if you have any questions about a tea leaf reading or if you would like a tea leaf reading you can my information is is on those social media outlets you can um get my number and call me. If you're locally in Pittsburgh, you can come see me at the studio in Trafford. Um, Also I do tea leaf readings over Skype. Um, So uh, I've done a few of those and it works out. It's it's an interesting energy. I I enjoy doing those. So if you were so inclined to do that, we we can definitely do that online. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast on, um, you know, why I do tea leaf readings and how to do one yourself. Um, also, again, you can check out some of those books that I suggested and you don't have to use cards. I just like to start with that kind of gives me, um, a little bit of info for my clients, you know, to continue with the reading and, Usually, uh, when we finish up the reading, I never ask my clients if they're, you know, their question, but it's usually always answered with the signs and symbols. And they always want to tell me the question, which of course is fine to tell me. But this is not about me confirming what I know. And does it, you know, um, I'm not looking to be confirmed that I'm right or how much I know I want you to find out what you need to know so uh I never ask your question I just uh, I feel confident that it's going to be answered um so that's tea leaf reading and we're going to end this podcast with a meditation So if you would like to come to a comfortable seat, bring your hands to your knees, palms facing up if you're feeling a little low energy, or palms facing down if you feel that you need some additional grounding. Sometimes on Fridays, we always need grounding with our week. We're going to come into a gentle breath. Inhaling and exhaling through the nose. Coming together with the breath, inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. And inhale, exhale. And now I want you to imagine that you are seated at the peak of a beautiful mountaintop. And begin to tune into the beauty all around you. The clouds off in a distance, and the sky is so blue. It fills your body up with its beauty. And tuning into the wind. And allow that wind to move through you. Taking away any negative energy you may have encountered in your week. Resetting your energy body. And now I want you to notice that there's a beautiful hawk soaring out in front of you. Coming back together with the breath, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, and inhale, exhale. And now I want you to just imagine that you are the heart. Feel the freedom of flying. Imagine how the wind feels. Just allow that freedom to fill your whole body up. With Hawk Medicine, I want you to tune in. Set the intention to be more observant into your surroundings. Tune into those around you. Allow your frequency to be positive and to have positive exchanges with others. Set the intention not to take on other people's energy or frequencies. And if you do encounter someone that may be negative or their frequency or energy is low, set the intention to only exchange positivity with their energy. Continuing with the breath, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, and inhale, exhale. And now I want you to notice coming back to your comfortable seat. Now again, tuning into the hawk out in front of you, tuning into the freedom of its flight. And if your palms are up going to go ahead and flip the palms down to the knees, allowing grounding to your body. Continuing to tune into your comfortable seat. And finally coming back to your breath, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, and inhale, exhale. So take a few moments to allow your body to continue to ground. I just want to thank everyone for listening and I hope you try your hand at checking out your signs and symbols with your own tea leaf reading. It's super fun to do with a friend and it's amazing to just take the time to share a cup of tea with someone else. want to offer you all many blessings. Be safe. Happy summer.